Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. So when you don't have that in the back of your head of, oh, how can this person help me? You start to develop a real relationship with that person. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. We are in the Santa Monica Sound Studio in the lovely Los Angeles, California Beach House co-works here in a thriving tech community. We'll be in New Zealand next month. So exciting. But first, we get to celebrate the fabulous women in Los Angeles, and I have Jade with me. Hello, Jade. Hi, Esprit. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Thank you for coming on this gorgeous beachside day. You said you went, you stopped by the beach before here. Oh, yeah. I hardly come out to the beach. So this was a real treat, and I was taking some photos right before I came in. <laughs> it's so cool. Okay, go ahead and tell everybody who you are and a bit about your company. Yeah, absolutely. So hi, everyone. My name is Jade Brandes, and I'm the founder and CEO of Range. Range is a mobile app for professional networking on real time and on location. And walk us through what that looks like, how it's different than everything else. I mean, there's so many. I mean, let's take LinkedIn, right? So many. I remember. Do you remember Twitter when it had the thing when we had Blackberries and you could find the people in your circumference? via Twitter. Oh my gosh, I don't think I had Twitter in my Blackberry. <laughs> that was ages ago. I, know. I can barely remember the Blackberry. I'm trying to block that out, actually. Um, yeah, there are actually quite a few um, professional networking platforms out there. LinkedIn, obviously being the biggest one. Um, there are quite a few that that do really well on the mobile side that kind of match a Tinder meets LinkedIn, which are also really cool. Um, the problem with them and where we really differ with range is that you still end up meeting in this online space. And we really focus on bringing that online space into real time offline. So we help you make all these professional connections almost serendipitously um, in your real time space. So wherever that may be, whether it's here on the beach, your local Starbucks or at any event, it's being able to pinpoint who you'd like to network with, whether it's an entrepreneur looking for an investor or since we are in L.A., an actor looking for a director, director looking for film financiers, um, knowing who is in your immediate space. That way you can actually have those one on one face to face meetings immediately instead of trying to match online send out a cold message, hope that they read that message. And then maybe if you're lucky, one day meet for coffee like a month later. And how do you curate the your database so that I can connect with a quality investor or a quality film director? 
Right. So quality will go, will be based on what specifically you're looking for. And then, of course, what company that they work for. Um, and it's all user generated. And the privacy, just to help people not actually say, you know, like, find my own iPhone. You know, we don't want people in SF or wherever, an ex-boyfriend knowing, hey, I'm at Beach House right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it works, like I said, user generated based on your location that you input yourself. Um, of course, we use GPS and Bluetooth as well. Um, and then the only people that can see that you're at that location are the people who are currently also at your location. So if they can see you in real life, they can see you on the platform. Otherwise, your location is masked by mileage radius distance like every other platform. Oh, and how do you? That's so cool. That's really, really cool. It's, <laughs> it's like true discovery. And so how do you get people on the platform in the first place to be able to connect with people within your radius on the platform? Right. Absolutely. So um, right now we're doing a lot of testing at events because that's one place where people are um, at the same place, um, all wanting to network with specific types of people. And so they can all use the platform at the same time. And this is why we're actually also launching just in a small area. That way, when people leave the event, they still have people to network with in whatever location that they may be. So a lot of times, you know, you're in line at Starbucks or Alfred's at West Hollywood and you may never know that the person right in front of you is a writer at Lionsgate or whatnot. And totally. it's be someone that you would want either as a mentor, maybe right. even pitch your script to one day. OK, so as you guys know, I created We Are LA Tech, which unites the LA Tech community. And in We Are LA Tech, we have a mobile app that has every single event going on in Los Angeles, every single LA Tech event going on. I don't know if you know about that. Do you? Yeah, I knew you had yeah various yeah. events around you. Yeah. And. So if we got in touch on your behalf, like with organizers and stuff of the events, would you then supply these organizers and added value at their events? Or is that competitive or is that exactly what you're doing? That's exactly what we're doing. So and I'm so glad you brought that up because, yes, for the most part, we are a consumer facing app. So we help the we would mainly help the attendees have a better experience at the event with higher engagement levels. So usually when people go to an event, there's maybe a hundred people there and you'd be lucky if out of the 15 business cards you end up collecting, one of them ends up in a true partnership, whatever that may be. Right. Um, colleagues, clients, whatnot. Um, but in addition to that engagement and increasing the number of quality partnerships formed at an, at an event, we actually also supply the event host data even after the event ends. So because this app, unlike any other event app, which is usually just downloaded for that particular event, is usually then deleted after the event ends and right. all that data is lost. So with Range, because it is a consumer-facing app that works in all locations, not just events, we can still track how these partnerships are being formed, when these partnerships are being formed from their attendees. That That's way, so cool. Okay, let's go into um, where Range is today and then your history and the history of your team to really be the team to, um, to make this company uh, the best it can be. Um, so mm -hmm. tell me, where, where is Range today? Let's start there. So we launched an open beta version for our users today on the App Store, focusing on iOS and then building from there. Um, so we've been testing at various events. 
um, here I'm so in LA. About that, I want to see you at all the LA events. I'm like so geeked on it. Yeah, it'll help you just sift through the noise, and you can yeah. just beeline it directly yeah. to you know the five out of the hundred people that you need to meet. It's yeah. it's pretty helpful. <laughs> um, yeah, so focusing on an, on events right now in a very localized area, especially West Hollywood. That way, when they leave the event, there are still people in their area to um, network with on location because it is a very location-based app. Right. So unlike a lot of other um, networking platforms that are mobile and geofenced, they're geofenced by mileage radius and not specifically to location. Right. Um, And then we'll be expanding outward from there, coming over to Santa Monica and to the tech industry. Right now, we have a focus on the entertainment industry Yeah, um, since it is West Hollywood, and that's my background. Makes Um, sense. And um, now, have you guys raised money, or where are you in the stage of uh, making this thing a huge success? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, we raised our first round. We're looking to raise our second round to also expand into the Android platform. Um, and extend extend more into the B2B side. We are, the w- thing that's unique about Range is that we are a B2C to B platform. So um, we have a two interface, one for the consumers and then one for event hosts to for that um, data on the user side, which don't worry, it's, <laughs> it's all privacy protected. And are you able to share how much you've raised so far? Um, not at this point, but we are looking for our second seed. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're, Pitching and doing that roadshow. How can people contact you um, if they want to be a part of that Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Feel free to email me at jade at rangeinc.com. That's J-A-D-E at rangeinc. That's R-E-N-G-E-I-N-C.com. So it's you and two co-founders. Two partners, yeah. Co-founders, right? Or partners. Is that different? Yeah, so um, I'm the founder and CEO, and I brought on two partners, um, C-level exec partners. What's that? I've never heard the di- what's that mean to you partners? I've never heard the difference between partners and co-founders. So what yeah, what's the I genuinely don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And this may mean something different to every company, but um for here at Range so it's just a spl- split equity level and also at this time time and commitment level. So um we are a brand new startup pretty much. Yeah. Um and this is for me full time. So for my partners it's not quite full time for them yet until we get our second round. Oh, interesting. Cool. I like that. I I love the term partner in general because mm-hmm. the word partner signifies quality relationships. So I love that term. I've just never heard it in that context. Um Okay, and so walk me through um, the fundraising process, and here's why. So my first mentor, Nicola, she said, I'm warning you right now, <laughs> fundraising is a full-time job. Yes. It is not something you can do quickly. <laughs> you can't run your business and fundraise at the same time. Like, I'm, te- I'm laying it out for you, and so prepare yourself. I did not believe her, <laughs> <laughs> and I learned the hard way. It is really, really difficult and time consuming. How did you handle that journey and fundraising successfully in a way that you could help all of us be the best we can be in our fundraising journeys? What advice can you give us? Oh, gosh, don't sleep. Um, <laughs> no, that's not good advice. I don't like that advice. <laughs> <Joking>. <laughs> no, I'll do it aside. Um, yeah, it is. It is really difficult because you, you just get a lot of no's. But um 
to just keep going and know that it will come. So L.A. has a great, great, great community in connecting first time founders or anytime founders and entrepreneurs in general to investors. Um, and there's so many investors here in the L.A. community um, from angels onward. But specifically, um, Tecos Angels and Pasadena Angels have been amazing um, advisors and mentors. Yeah. And then plugging myself into the events network. Um, so our first round was from and family and it's people that I've met at events, um, networking, networking, networking and wishing that I was on this platform already. <laughs> yeah. But it is time consuming. And um, yeah, I mean, just be prepared for that. Now, you said something you casually grazed over it, but it's so important. You said you get a lot of no's. Can mm-hmm. we really focus on that <laughs> for a second? Yeah. How do you find the mental stamina and spirit to s- swallow a no? To learn from that no and to use that no to empower you toward a yes. Because I really, 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 really want to be on this platform. Like so badly. Yeah. <laughs> and that really propels me to want to build this to the point where it's useful for not just myself, but obviously for everyone because it's only useful for myself if everyone is on right. it. Um, that's the number one driver is to actually want to be able to use this product. Um And two, I also have a great support system. So my partners and the family and friends around me, they all want to be on this platform as well, you know, and it's having that daily support system and belief in what you're doing that can take a note and say, okay, well, maybe a little bit down the line when we have more traction or the business has grown, go back to them. And I have been. Yeah. We've been talking. I keep wanting to jump into your background, which we will, because that's the most important to me. <laughs> However, we haven't touched base on high quality networking. That word is so icky. Yeah. But, but high quality relationship developing. Let's, let's take that. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> high quality relationship developing. Can't You said that you were able to meet uh, your investors, a.k.a. dream creators, <laughs> um, by by developing high quality relationships going to these events can you give us some insight on how to be the best relationship developers (laughs) yeah and i think it's coming into every conversation or meeting not wanting to develop a high quality relationship oh interesting but because i genuinely like people i think people are so insanely fascinating to me yeah um so when you don't have that in the back of your head of oh how can this person help me Um, you start to develop a real relationship with that person. And so, you know, a lot of um, a lot of my advisors and and financiers and investors now are are really just good friends of mine um, because that's where it all starts in a genuine meeting without, okay, I need to be on my best behavior because of X, Y, Z. Maybe it's not not trying to get a high quality relationship, not trying to get something out of the relationship, but just developing a relationship, period. Right. Is that, would right. you say that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So like a friendship or a, a genuine curiosity in the other person, but not trying to get something out of it. Right. And that helps, you know, you you personally as well, because a lot of people get really nervous when they meet high net worth individuals. Yeah. And it's, it's because of that. What can that person do for me? It's like, well, no, like just get to know the person right. and see if you guys hit it off. And if you do great and if he likes what you're doing or she likes what you're doing, then fantastic. Maybe yeah. they'll invest. Yeah. Let's, I think this is really funny, but I think it will be useful. You guys will let me know. Tweet at Women in Tech Show if you think this is useful. 
let's do a super quick role play on what it sounds like. And I'm going to take a real example. Start, and you're going to you're going to crack up when you hear it. I literally did this a few weeks ago. And so we meet each other at an event or we're both at an event. Right. Do, are you open okay. to this? Yeah, let's okay, do it. OK, so we're both at an event. OK, this is genuinely something I did. You guys, I'm not making this up. I go up to you and here's here. <laughs> it's so funny doing this again. But when you're like, hi, I um, I just wanted to say hello. Honestly, I feel so socially awkward. I've been in the corner and I just you seemed really nice. And I just wanted to introduce myself. My name's Esprit and it's really, really you know, hard meeting people here. Oh, hi, Spree. I'm Jade. It's so nice to meet you. And I'm glad that you came up to me and said hello. It's really nice to meet you as well. So cool. Like, I I feel really, and this is like, I'm just mad because I, I don't know anything about film. We'll say we're at a tech event because okay. that's <laughs> I don't know about film. Yeah, I just, I'm really into coding and I want to find out more, but it seems completely daunting. And I just really wanted to talk to someone about how to what that journey looks like. And I um, I don't know. It's weird. There's so many people here. And uh, yeah, I hope I'm not coming off strange. No, no, not at all. I'm glad that, you know, you actually came and, and talked to me. It's great to meet you. Um, Well, I can put you in touch with my CTO and he can kind of open the doors for you and put you in touch with a bunch of other um coders of, and specifically like what language or languages oh God, you're trying to learn. That would be so and, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to understand like real life examples if this is really a world I wanted to enter in and because you guys I'm making up a little bit of this but this is genuinely I went up to someone saying I felt totally socially awkward <laughs> um, and they it was well received and I couldn't believe it I was like I probably seem like the world's biggest weirdo because <laughs> you're vulnerable he, and, yeah yeah you're not trying to put on a lot of bravado which I've seen a lot of people do which can be very off-putting yeah and and you see what happened even in that, you know, mock conversation, Jade then offered here's a resource. And now coding isn't really that that was that was made up knowing that other people go through that. But I did um, my real life example is I was on the corner of um, Ocean Avenue and I think it was like uh, Santa Monica Boulevard or something. And where I am in my life is I want to develop um, more quality relationships with girlfriends. I just I want a better social life. I've spent most of my adult life as an entrepreneur and I want a stronger social life. So there were these two girls that looked lovely on the corner. They had they looked healthy. You know, I want healthy, mm -hmm. proactive people in my life. And so literally at the stoplight, I said, I know this is really awkward, but. <laughs> I just wanted to introduce myself because I'm just really looking to meet great people and develop a stronger social life. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be weird, but I'm a backpacker. And when you backpack, you could just you have this culture of being able to talk to strangers. And it seems like when you're at home, you can't. I hope it's OK. I'm saying hello. And there and one of the girls was a backpacker, too. And she's like, I totally get it. And I miss that. And that's so cool. And I felt completely socially awkward, but I did it anyway. <laughs> and so and there have been times um, at tech events where I've said this. It's true, by the way, you guys, I know I don't seem socially awkward because I have extroverted professional abilities doing this podcast, blah, blah, blah whatever. Speaking on stage, I le legit am a socially awkward person like <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't seem. No, I, I don't seem it. All. That's the thing, right? I'm a, what do you call it? Like a, an extroverted introvert. 
And interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. So I just think this is really helpful. You're building a relationship tool. And this is why, like, I just wanted to really make this conversation super grounded and actionable, showing real life examples of what's possible utilizing your tool and what approach when you see a film director or a tech investor or a potential co-founder on the range app, like you're able to um, you're able to know how to have that conversation in a very vulnerable, approachable way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think you touched on something really important, too, when you said, um, y- you know, that you were kind of fearful and scared to do it, but you did it anyway. Yeah. And that's the first that's really the first step is yeah. feeling that fear and getting excited by it and doing it. I don't and know if I'd say excited. <laughs> Well, they say that the um, that the fear and uh, physiological response and that excitement before getting on a roller coaster physiological response, it's the same. It's just how you react to it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So when you change that mentality of, oh, my God, now to. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Let's do this. Totally. Yeah. It's exciting. It's like you just Um, won like a game show. Yeah. And then after you do it, whether it went in your favor or didn't, doesn't really matter. It's the fact that you did it. Yeah. And thank you, Whitney, if you ever hear this for talking to me on the street corner. You're awesome. (laughs) We are now Facebook friends and getting together. Oh my God. um, That's awesome. Like coffee or whatever. And she's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I met um, I know this is kind of going off tangent, but I think you guys will find this useful. I met. Have you heard ever heard of Toast Meets Jam? No. (laughs) Toast Meets Jam is an amazing um, network of empowering story of women in business, empowering stories of women in business. And it's run by this girl named Jen. And I met her years ago. Same thing. I was at the park on the grass and there was this group of girls with their yoga mats. And I was like, same kind of mindset I was in at the time. And I ended up talking to Jen. And then she and I still know each other all these years later. She has this amazing platform empowering women. And it just, you know, that lined up in the tech world. Wow. And so, yeah, all about uh, great ways to develop super authentic, meaningful relationships Let's get into your background on why this became so important to you just uh, and when you discovered that you were absolutely in love with technology. Um, when was that moment for you? Gosh, probably a few moments. Um, like I touched on before, it was really just frustrations at going to event after event after event. And, you know, before you go to an event, you already know, OK, this is going to be a hit or a miss. Yeah. Hit meaning I get one great partnership, Yeah, <laughs> whether that's social or professional. It didn't matter that yeah. I meet at least one person yeah. um, and a miss is OK. I didn't meet anyone. It was exhausting. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it takes a lot of time and effort to, you know, after a full day of work, they're usually at night and you get dressed up and. You know, I've gotten to the point now where I, you know, I don't bring a buddy. But at first it's like, okay, I don't want to go out there alone by myself and try and meet a bunch of people. So I would try and get a friend to come with me. And then if they couldn't, um, you know, I would go by myself or sometimes even not at all, just depending on where my fear level was at that time. Um, But it was kind of frustrating to if I did put myself out there and it was a miss. And then there goes all those hours of spending at this event and not really super, super upset, but just exhausted and drained. And then I think, well, what's really motivating me to go to the next one? Yeah. And so I luckily had a publicist at one point in my career who would actually um, handhold me 
through the event and introduced me to all of the people that she knew I needed to meet, which was awesome. And it was in that moment that, okay, I figured, how do we actually give this experience to everyone? Wow, that's awesome. And that's how Range came about, is being able to digitize that, almost that publicist experience. What what was your background in the film industry? So I or worked. Is. What is your background? Oh, no, <laughs> no, I left that a few years ago. Um, but if, production. So working behind the scenes, um, everything from like UPN to line produce to produce. So making sure a project came on time and within budget. And where are you working in Los Angeles? Where are you guys based? So we're based out of West Hollywood in the WeWork community. Love you, WeWork. Oh my God, WeWork is dope. <laughs> They're Such amazing. Cool aesthetics too. They're amazing. We're at the Pacific Design Center. Feel free to drop by. We're always there. <laughs> amazing. What's one obstacle you've had in growing your company that you've overcome? And what did you learn from that? How did you overcome it? The biggest part was actually building out the team um, that so far we've overcome. And... That took a long time, and we had actually kind of touched on this yeah, before I was we started. That in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it is a process, and there's a lot of trust there. Yes. Because you're trusting them that they are believing in your product just as much as you are, and will put in the dedication and the hours um, that it really needs and takes to take this off the ground. And um, you know, just meeting and interviewing a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of people and reaching out to all of my networks. And it took months of um, persevering and, you know, um, trying to figure out not only, you know, can people believe in the product, um, but also, you know, will work on the terms that you can give them. And three, which sometimes, you know, if you're an early stage like this, you can only give them equity. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't willing to work for that. Um, and then most of all, do you guys just get along yeah. personality wise? And I found that, you know, with Francis and James and they're both super, super amazing. And Francis will tell you <laughs> that um, we will have some long tangents yeah. <laughs> just about life. And and when you find that kind of friendship in a business partner, it's amazing. It's so cool. And how did you know how to do equity splits? How did you educate yourself on how to even set up the paperwork for that and know what to give? And from advisors that I've told you I've met over years of going to events. And also, I'll give a shout out to Wilson Sonsini. They're my legal team. Um, Patrick, thank you. Wait, they were they're, they're very supportive of the LA Tech extremely, community. Extremely, extremely yeah. supportive of startups, especially yeah. in tech. Um they have a great, great deal for um, startups that need legal advice. Um, seriously, hit them up if you're a startup looking for an amazing legal team. But um, yeah, I'll hit up Patrick all the time asking questions. That's nice. Um, <laughs> how can people connect with them if they want to find out more? Yeah, um, I would just connect to Wilson Sonsini. They have offices in San Diego, Los Angeles, SF. Um, and Find out more about their um, program for entrepreneurs, especially in tech, because they do offer some great services. And where can people connect with you on social to find out more as well? And you guys, by the way, Carl will include everything in the show notes as well in case you're concerned about links and all of that stuff. How, where can people find you on social? I'm on everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me, Jade Brand Days, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn, of course. Can you spell it for us? Yes. Jade, J-A-D-E, Brandes, B-R-A-N-D-A-I-S. Perfect.
there are a lot of great uh, groups here supporting women in tech and supporting women entrepreneurs and that will actually hook you up to mentors or advisors or women investors as well. Um, one that I'm involved in is called Upward. We help um, women and corporations Robin's move up. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? I'm not familiar with Robin. Is she on the LA chapter board? I think so. Anyway, okay, go she ahead. Be, I may she be might wrong. have just joined. I might be wrong. Okay. Um, but we actually just launched our LA chapter back in um, November, December. So Tell us about Upward. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lisa Lambert's the founder. She's amazing. Thank you, Lisa, for starting this. At Upward, we help women and corporations climb up the corporate ladder. And for the women who are at the top, helping other women also climb the ladder and just bringing that elevator back down. I love that. And is Upward uh, national, global? Yeah, it's national. That's awesome. And people can go to Upward.com or? It's Upward.org, actually. Up- but upward. Um, We'll include it in the show notes. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. You've been amazing. Absolutely. Thank you, Esprit. Of course. If you guys want to connect, you know, if the uh, another group is the Women in Tech Facebook group. If you want something just quick and easy, womenintechvip.com takes you straight to the Women in Tech Facebook group. You could ask one another um, for support and helping one another. Um, if you want to say hello at Women in Tech Show on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Bye. UpGuard, one of my favorite companies in Mountain View, combines asset discovery, security ratings, and vendor questionnaires for the only complete cyber risk solution. Not only do they keep us safe online, they empower women in tech internally. They focus on hiring female engineers to make sure that we rise to the top. So I welcome you to take a look at their job opportunities from Mountain View to New York, New York to Sydney, Australia. They are a company worth exploring. Their mentorship culture is magnetic. Mention the Women in Tech podcast when you apply. Just as they celebrate women in tech, we want to celebrate you too. So make sure to let us know when you've reached out to UpGuard and we'll make sure to feature you on the Women in Tech social channels. We believe in you. UpGuard.com. Visit them for yourself. You'll see exactly what I mean. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.